Welcome to Project Lukutasiches IGTV, the 10 minute Sicha. Parshas Tavay begins with a mitzvah of Bikurim, the mitzvah of bringing some of the first fruits that blossomed in your field as a present to Hashem. The second section of Parshas Tavay talks about Vidui Maisris. Maisris is tithing, and there are various different types of tithes that had to be brought. And it had to be done within three years. At the end of th every three years, the Meiser had to be brought to the Beis Amikdosh or to Yerushalayim. And then, when you finish the tithing, then there is a Vidui Meiser. Literally, Vidui means a confession, but it's a prayer that the person says, having completed this task. Then the Parsha continues, it is today that God Almighty commands you to do these mitzvahs. You should keep them, you should observe them, you should do them with all your heart, with all your soul. So Rashi explains not as a commandment because we already finished the commandments. We already commanded the person about Bikurim. We already commanded the person about Maiser. And rather, he explains it to mean a blessing. And in the words of Rashi, Rashi says, a baskal, a heavenly voice comes out and says, as you have brought Bikurim this year, so shall you bring Bikurim in the year to come. Tishna l'shana haba, you should repeat this next year. So we have a couple of questions. Number one, in the order of the Parsha, First we discussed Bikurim, then we discussed Meiser, and now we're coming to the blessing. So why does Rashi feel that this blessing is referring to the Bikurim, which is the Parsha preceding the previous Parsha, and not about Meiser, which is immediately preceding the Parsha? Seemingly, if he says now a blessing, it would go to something that came right before it, not to the thing that came before that. So why does Rashi say that Bikuri, that the, this blessing, the Shamarta of Asisa Isam, is referring to Hevesa Bikurim, is because you brought Bikurim? Why doesn't he say that it refers to Maiser? The other question is, it's very common in the Torah, that the Torah gives a reward. If you do this, then this is your reward. If you do this mitzvah, then this and this will be the reward. But the way he does it here, that Rashi says that there is a baskel, there is a heavenly voice, that is coming from heaven, that's very unusual. Even if you were to come from the perspective of Remez, Drush, or Sod, the allusions, the esoteric, the homiletic interpretations of Torah, you still don't have any source for Abbaskel. Certainly in Rashi's Piros, which is the basic understanding of the Pasuk, there's no indication or source, seemingly, for a Baskel, a heavenly voice. So the explanation is as follows. The way Rashi said this was Tishna L'shana Haba. You should repeat this next year. The reason Rashi says the word Tishna is because everything in Bikurim is Midah Kineged Midah, is measure for measure. The following Pasuk after this says, Es Hashem Marta, since you have chosen Hashem as your Hashem, therefore Es Hashem Mircha, Hashem chooses you. And we'll see later that there's many aspects of Midah Kineged Midah in the mitzvah of Bikurim. And therefore, Rashi says, Tishna, whatever you do today, Mida, Kineged Mida, God should give you, you should be able to do this next year. But when it comes to Miser, since it's talking about someone who waited to the end of three years to give his Miser, we don't want to say Tishna. 
First of all, with all your heart and soul would mean something that you do it right away. And also, if a person has to wait three years or two years to give his miser, that's not a blessing. And therefore, since Rashi is using the word Tishna, you should repeat this next year. It must be about Bikurim, which A, happens every year, and B, it's a blessing to say that whatever he did this year, he should be able to repeat next year. The question remains, how does this connect? Because Bikurim was two parshas ago. So I know it has to be about Bikurim, but if there's Miser in the middle, how does the Bikurim connect to the reward? And the answer to this is, is that even though the, middle, the, the parsha in the middle is talking about Miser, but it ends with the words, Eres Zavas Cholav Udvash, a land flowing with milk and honey. This cannot be talking about Miser because there is no Miser on milk and there is no Miser on honey, which in this case means the honey that flows from the dates. Not only that, but earlier on by the Bikurim, we say one of the reasons that we bring Bikurim is because Hashem gave us a land flowing with milk and honey. We don't want to be ungrateful and therefore we bring Miser. We bring Bikurim. And because of that, Eretz Zeishem and Udvash, Eretz Zavas Chalav Udvash, a land flowing with milk and honey, is actually talking about Bikurim. So now it makes perfect sense if right after Eretz Zeis Zavas Chalav Udvash, Right after they say, Hashem is going to give you a bracha with regards to Bikurim, because even though the previous parsha spoke about Miser, but there was one aspect at the very end that at least alluded to Bikurim. What about the Baskil? Where did that come from? This takes us again back to Midah Keneged Midah. Since everything in the Bikurim is Midah Keneged Midah, we're giving Bikurim because Hashem gave us Eretz Yisrael, we're give, bringing it to the Beis Amikdash because Hashem gave us the Beis Amikdash. So everything is midah kineged midah. Where is the midah kineged midah, the measure for measure for the fact that the person says the prayer? Not just he says it, but Marta, he proclaims it. And therefore it must be that Hashem proclaims something back. But Hashem doesn't do it himself because by Matan Torah, the Yidin said, we're afraid to hear from Hashem. We're afraid we're not going to live through the day. Therefore we'd rather hear from Moshe Rabbeinu or from the prophets that come after him. And therefore it must be that in this case, because the Yid does Nisa Marta, he proclaims this prayer. Therefore, in return, a, a voice comes from heaven to proclaim the reward, Mida Kineket Mida. This idea that Eret Zeis Zavas Chalavudvash connects to Hayoyim Azeh Hashem, we see this in Hasidus as well. Because the Alter Rebbe Lukutatayra says that the words Udvash, Hayoyim Hazeh Hashem, is Rosh Tevis Havaye. But together it combines to make the name of Hashem. And not only that, but we're actually using the word Udvash and then Hayoyim Azeh Hashem. Similar to before that we said that even though all the words Zavas Chalav Udvash connect to Bikurim because they're the reason why one gives Bikurim, but the word Udvash is more connected to Bikurim because Udvash is something that you give Bikurim from. So this is very consistent with the fact that the word Udvash, Hayoyim Hazeh Hashem, is making up the name Havaya. And a more general sense, the whole idea of Bikurim connects with Rosh Hashanah. Because the Alter Rebbe says, Hayoyim Hazeh refers to Rosh Hashanah. And Bikurim is the Rosh is the first fruits. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year. So there's a deep connection between Rosh Hashanah and Bikurim. More than that, one can add that the Tzimach Tzedek explains that both Truma and Bikurim are called Rosh but Truma is, Reishis refers to Torah, and the, and the Reishis of Bikurim refers to Yidin. 
and didn't come before the Torah. Because the Machshaftan Shal Yisrael Kadmalachaldavar, the thought that the Abishter had with regards to Yidin is the first thing even before Taira. Now, what was he thinking about? He was thinking about the etzim and the the essence of the soul. It is the essence of the soul, the highest level of the soul that comes first before anything else. And on Rosh Hashanah, we're supposed to serve Hashem with Kabbalah's oil, with accepting the yoke of heaven, not on the basic level, but on the loftiest level, the level that comes from higher than anything else. The etzim neshama, the essence of the soul. So, bikurim of the neshama is the essence of the soul. The avoda of Yom Kippur, of, of, of Rosh Hashanah, is the essence of the soul. And hence, they are connected. This explains to us something very interesting. In the previous Rashi, Rashi says, Today God is commanding you to you this mitzvah. Every day it should be as if today God, God is telling this to you. Implying that every day, regardless of what mitzvah you're engaged in, regardless of what part of Torah you're learning, it should be as if you're learning Bikurim or doing Bikurim. But Hashem gave you today the mitzvah of Bikurim. Why? Why is it Bikurim connected to any other mitzvah? But now we understand, since Bikurim represents the essence of the soul, whatever mitzvah a person is doing, it should be imbued with the bitl, with the self-nullification, with the humility of the essence of the soul, which improves the fulfillment of the mitzvah. So therefore, every single day, we have to think that today, Hashem is giving us the mitzvah of Bikurim, today Hashem is giving us the opportunity to connect with the Etzam HaNeshama to transform our fulfillment of mitzvahs. And this is why Hashem could make a promise, the Baskel could make a promise, you will do this next year, because once the, the person is blessed, that his etzim aneshama, the essence of his soul, will be inspired, will be uplifted, then it is for sure that Ubacharta Bachayim and is certain that he will then choose the right, make the right choice, choose life, which is Torah, which is doing the mitzvah, which is giving the mitzvah of Bikurim. So it's not something that we have to wonder what will he, what will he choose. We inspire, we affect the essence of his soul, and that leads to him doing the right thing. Finally, all of this lofty talk about the essence, etzim aneshama, bikurim at the end of the day, is with real fruit. Fruit, delicious fruit, the best fruit. Because the idea of it all is to take the highest level of the etzim aneshama and to bring it down into this world. To eat delicious, juicy, juicy fruit, v'samachta, uh, uh, and to eat it in a joyful way. And when we do so, then Hashem does the same thing for us. That He gives us a new a year written and, written and inscribed for, good, for goodness and for sweetness. And not only materially, but not only spiritually, but also materially for us and for our families. May it be a good, good, good bench for all of you.